It's July 8th, and this is the Reading Through the Bible Together podcast. My name is Blake Farley, and as always, I am honored that you would join me for today's reading. Let's go ahead and jump in with our Old Testament reading in the New Living Translation, 1 Chronicles chapter 5, verse 18, through chapter 6, verse 81. 1 Chronicles chapter 5, verse 18. There were 44,760 capable warriors in the armies of Reuben, Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh. They were all skilled in combat and armed with shields, swords, and bows. They waged war against the Hagarites, the Jesusites, the Naphishites, and the Novavites. They cried out to God during the battle, and he answered their prayer because they trusted in him. So the Hagarites and all their allies were defeated. The plunder taken from the Hagarites included 50,000 camels, 250,000 sheep and goats, 2,000 donkeys, and 100,000 captives. Many of the Hagarites were killed in battle because God was fighting against them. The people of Reuben, Gad, and Manasseh lived in their land until they were taken into exile. The half-tribe of Manasseh was very large and spread through the land of Bashan to Baal, Hermon, Sinir, and Mount Hermon. These were the leaders of their clans, Ephner, Ishii, Eli, Ezrael, Jeremiah, Hodaviah, and Jediel. These men had a great reputation as mighty warriors and leaders of their clans. But these tribes were unfaithful to God of their ancestors. They worshipped the gods of the nations that God had destroyed. So the God of Israel caused King Puyul of Assyria, also known as Tigleth Plizir, to invade the land and take away the people of Reuben, Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh as captives. The Assyrians exiled them to Hala, Habor, Hara, and the Gazan River, where they remain to this day. That concludes chapter 5. Moving on to chapter 6, verse 1. The sons of Levi were Gershon, Koath, and Muriah. The descendants of Koath included Armiah, Azariah, Hebron, and Uziel. The children of Amram were Aaron, Moses, and Miriam. The sons of Aaron were Nadab, Abihu, Eleazar, and Ithamar. Eleazar was the father of Phinehas. Phinehas was the father of Ashabai. Ashabai was the father of Buki. Buki was the father of Uzziah. Uzziah was the father of Zeruiah. Zeruiah was the father of Merioth. Merioth was the father of Aramiah. Aramiah was the father of Ebeth. Ebeth was the father of Zadok. Zadok was the father of Amaziah. Amaziah was the father of Azariah. Azariah was the father of Johanan. Johanan was the father of Azariah, the highest priest at the temple, built by Solomon in Jerusalem. Azariah was the father of Amariah. Amariah was the father of Ehitub. Ehitub was the father of Zadok. Zadok was the father of Shalem. Shalem was the father of Hilkiah. Hilkiah was the father of Azariah. Azariah was the father of Seheriah. Seheriah was the father of Jehozadak who went into exile when the Lord sent the people of Judah and Jerusalem into captivity under Nebuchadnezzar. The sons of Levi were Gershon, Kohath, and Miriam. The descendants of Gershon included Libiai and Shemai. The descendants of Kohath included Armine, Israiah, Hebron, and Uziel. The descendants of Meriah included Mahaliah and Mushi. The following were the Levite clans, listed according to their ancestral descent. The descendants of Geshron included Libni, Jaith, Zibna, Jodah, Idio, Zeria, and Jethariah. The descendants of Koheth included Amadabiah, Kariah, Assyria, Elkaniah, Abishai, Asir, Tahoth, Ural, Uzziah, and Sheol. The descendants of Elkaniah included Amasai, Haoth, Eliakai, Zophi, Nathan, Elihaba, Jeroham, Elkanai, and Samuel. The descendants of Samuel were Joel, the older, and Abijah, the second. The descendants of Mariah included Mali, Libni, Shimni, Uzziah, Shimni, Haggai, and Asiah. David assigned the following men to lead the music at the house of the Lord after the ark was placed there. 
They ministered with music at the tabernacle until Solomon built the temple of the Lord in Jerusalem. They carried out their work, following all the regulations handed down to them. These are the men who served along with their sons. Hemnon, the musician, was from the clan of Koheth. His genealogy was traced back through Joel, Samuel, Elika, Jeroma, Elihil, Toa, Zoph, Elkaniah, Mahath, and Masai, Elekai, Joel, Azariah, Zephaniah, Tehoth, Assyria, Abishai, Kariah, Iziar, Kohath, Levi, and Israel. Heman's first ascendant was Asaph from the clan of Geshen. Asaph's genealogy was traced back through Berechiah, Shemai, Michael, Bahashiah, Makaliah, Ethainai, Zariah, Adiah, Ethan, Zemiah, Shemiah, Goth, Gershon, and Levi. Heman's second assistant was Ethan from the clan of Mariah. Ethan's genealogy was traced back through Kishi, Abdi, Malak, Habishai, Amaziah, Halakai, Amaziah, Bani, Shemai, Mali, Mushi, Mariah, and Levi. Their their fellow Levites were appointed to various other tasks in the tabernacle, the house of God. Only Aaron and his descendants served as priests. They presented the offerings on the altar of burnt offerings and the altar of incense, and they performed all the other duties related to the Most High Holy Place. They made atonement for Israel by doing everything that Moses, the servant of God, had commanded them. The descendants of Aaron were Eliziar, Phinehas, Abishai, Buki, Uzziah, Zariah, Merith, Amariah, Ephetub, Zadok, and Amaziah. This is a record of the towns and territory assigned by means of sacred laws to the descendants of Aaron, who were from the clan of Kohath. This territory included Hebron and its surrounding pasture lands in Judah. But the fields and outlying areas belonging to the city were given to Caleb, son of Jephaniah. So the descendants of Aaron were given the following towns, each with its pasture lands. Hebron, a city of refuge, Libna, Jadiar, Eshkiah, Holon, Debri, Anan, Judah, and Beth Shemesh. And from the territory of Benjamin, they were given Gibeon, Geba, Alamoth, Ananoth, each with its pasture lands. So 13 towns were given to the descendants of Aaron. The remaining descendants of Kohath received ten towns from the territory of the tribe of Manasseh by means of sacred lots. The descendants of Gershon received by sacred lots thirteen towns from the territories of Issachar, Asher, Nephtali, and from Bashan, area of Manasseh east of the Jordan. The descendants of Mariah received by sacred lots twelve towns from the territories of Reuben, Gad, and Zebulun. So the people of Israel assigned all these towns and pasture lands to the Levites. The towns in the territories of Judah, Simeon, and Benjamin, mentioned above, were assigned to them by means of sacred lots. The descendants of Kohath were given the following towns from the territory of Ephraim, each with its pasture lands. Shechem, a city of refuge in the hill country of Ephraim, Geziar, Jochim, Beth, Horon, Ajumar, and Gathrimmon. The remaining descendants of Kohath were assigned to the towns of Abner and Bileam from the territory of the half-tribe of Manasseh, each with its pasture lands. The descendants of Gershon received the towns of Golan and Bashan and Asheroth from the territory of the tribe of Manasseh, each with its pasture lands. From the territory of Issachar, they were given Kadesh, Debeth, Ramoth, and Enem, each with its pasture lands. From the territory of Asher, they received Mashalon, Abdomum, Hakok, and Revon, each with its pasture lands. From the territory of Nephtali, they were given Kadesh and Galilee, Hammon and Kiriath, each with its pasture lands. The remaining descendants of Miria received from the towns of Jechanan, Keratath, Rimmon, and Tabner, from the territory of Zebulun, each with its pasture lands. 
From the territory of Reuben, east of the Jordan River, opposite of Jericho, they received Biziar, a desert town, Jahaz, Kittimeth, Methapath, each with its pasture lands. And from the territory of Gad, they received Ramoth and Gilead, Manim, Heshbon, and Jeziar, each with its pasture lands. That concludes the Old Testament reading, moving on to the New Testament, Acts chapter 26, verse 1. Then Agrippa said to Paul, You may speak in your defense. So Paul, gesturing with his hand, started his defense. I am fortunate, King Agrippa, that you are the one hearing my defense today against all these accusations made by the Jewish leaders. For I know you are an expert on all Jewish customs and controversies. Now please listen to me patiently. As the Jewish leaders are well aware, I was given a thorough Jewish training from my earliest childhood among my own people and in Jerusalem. If they would admit it, they would know that I have been a member of the Pharisees, the strictest sect of our religion. Now, I am on trial because of my hope in the fulfillment of God's promise made to our ancestors. In fact, that is why the twelve tribes of Israel zealously worship God night and day, and they share in the same hope I have. Yet, your majesty, they accuse me for having this hope. Why doesn't it seem incredible to any of you that God can raise the dead? I used to believe that I ought to do everything I could to oppose the very name of Jesus, the Nazarene. Indeed, I did just that in Jerusalem. Authorized by the leading priest, I caused many believers there to be sent to prison, and I cast my vote against them when they were condemned to death. Many times I had them punished in the synagogues to get them to curse Jesus. I was so violently opposed to them that I even chased them down in foreign cities. One day I was on such a mission in Damascus, armed with the authority and commission of the leading priest. About noon, your majesty, as I was on the road, a light from heaven, brighter than the sun, shone down on me and my companions. We all fell down, and I heard a voice saying to me in Aramaic, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? It is useless for you to fight against my will. Who are you, Lord, I asked. And the Lord replied, I am Jesus, the one you are persecuting. Now get to your feet, for I have appeared to you to appoint you as my servant and witness. Tell people that you have seen me, and tell them what I will show you in the future. And I will rescue you from both your own people and the Gentiles. Yes, I am sending you to the Gentiles, to open their eyes so they may turn from darkness to light, and from the power of Satan to God. Then they will receive forgiveness for their sins, and be given a place among God's people who are set apart by faith in me. And so, King Agrippa, I obeyed that vision from heaven. I prayed first to those in Damascus, and then in Jerusalem, and throughout all Judea, and also to the Gentiles. Excuse me, verse 20 says, I preached, not I prayed. Continuing on, that all must repent of their sins and turn to God, and prove they have changed by the good things they do. Some Jews arrested me in the temple for preaching this, and they even tried to kill me. But God has protected me right up to this present time so I can testify to everyone from the least to the greatest. I teach nothing except what the prophets and Moses said would happen, that the Messiah would suffer and be the first to rise from the dead, and in this way announce God's light to Jews and Gentiles alike. Suddenly Festus shouted, Paul, you are insane. Too much study has made you crazy. But Paul replied, I am not insane, most excellent Festus. What I am saying is the sober truth. And King Agrippa knows about these things. I speak boldly, for I am sure these events are all familiar to him, for they were not done in a corner. King Agrippa, do you believe the prophets? I know you do. Agrippa interrupted him. Do you think you could persuade me to become a Christian so quickly? Paul replied, whether quickly or not, I pray to God that both you and everyone here in this audience might become the same as I am, except for these chains. Then the king, the governor of Bernice, and all the others stood and left. As they went out, they talked it over and agreed. This man hasn't done anything to deserve death or imprisonment. And Agrippa said to Festus, he could have been set free if he hadn't appealed to Caesar. And that concludes our New Testament reading for the day. Moving on to our Proverbs reading. 
It'll be Proverbs chapter 18, verse 20 and 21. Wise words satisfy like a good meal. The right words bring satisfaction, verse 21. The tongue can bring death or life. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences. And finally, moving on to Psalm 6, which we will read in a posture of prayer. This is the sixth psalm. For the choir director, a psalm of David to be accompanied by an eight-stringed instrument. Verse 1. O Lord, don't rebuke me in your anger or discipline me in your rage. Have compassion on me, Lord, for I am weak. Heal me, Lord, for my bones are in agony. I am sick at heart. How long, O Lord, until you restore me? Return, O Lord, and rescue me. Save me because of your unfailing love. For the dead do not remember you. Who can praise you from the grave? I am worn out from sobbing all night. I flood my bed with weeping, drenching it with tears. My vision is blurred by grief. My eyes are worn out because of all my enemies. Go away, all you who do evil. For the Lord has heard my weeping. The Lord has heard my plea. The Lord will answer my prayer. May all my enemies be disgraced and terrified. May they suddenly turn back in shame. Lord, I just want to say a special prayer for those who, uh, like the psalm here, maybe are feeling great uh, weeping, great sadness, great grief. Lord, I pray that they would feel your presence. Uh, Lord, I pray that they'd be surrounded by brothers and sisters in Christ who would weep uh, with those who weep. And Lord, I pray that ultimately they would turn to their hope that they have in the gospel, that you have come and you have defeated death. You lived a righteous life. You atoned for the sins uh, that lead to death. And you rose again on the third day. And for those of us who trust in you, we know that the same fate is coming for us. We're being made more like you now, but where we ultimately look forward to the day in which you return and you restore all things to right. And there is no more death. There is no more sickness. There is no more sadness because there is no more sin. Uh, Lord, just uh, pray that you would give people who are struggling right now that hope and that gospel message. And it is in your name I pray. Amen. Well, thank you for joining me for today's reading. Hope to see you back here tomorrow as we continue reading through the Bible together.